0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score i'm mike hebert owner of cantex roofing and construction every day is game day
1: and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing construction windows and mirrors call cantex roofing and construction today together we are one serving you Good morning to you and yours. This is the end of the bench on 100.7 the score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 the score mobile app. I am clearly not Choice Woodman. He is off and about with the Texas Tech football team as they get ready to head to Shreveport for the bowl game this Saturday versus Cal. Sitting alongside Jeff Haxton for a Dos El Jefe's edition of The End of the Bench, Lucas White across the way. Gentlemen, how
2: is your day going? Great so far. Good morning, Jeff. Good to have you here. Um, Got a dub last night and football team leaving and we're going to be leaving Friday for Dickey's Arena. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Starting to Finally get a little bit of Christmas spirit going. I've been bah humbug, Mr. Grinch, for a long time. Um, But uh, starting to break that down a little bit. It's raining. It's not hailing. Uh, I think that's great. So excited about uh, a lot of things as we get towards the Christmas holiday. And, yeah, uh, the boys are going to go ahead and travel today. They will be fully immersed in Shreveport by the time they kick that ball Saturday night. If you're going to get to Shreveport on a Wednesday you might be able to get a little residency, a little citizenship there for the, for the Bayou as they go down there, but good luck to them on their travels and safety there and go win a football game. I like all the words you
1: just said there, specifically the end of go win a football game. Lucas, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Woke up and it was raining. So I guess that's a okay thing. Um, not really, because I'm supposed to get a delivery for some product this afternoon. And if it's raining, that's not going to be very fun dealing with all that. But we needed the rain, so. But overall, good to be good to be here in Lubbock today. Uh yeah the the rain. Indiana not a fan of the rain. Uh going outside if it has rained in the last month is a, a chore for him. This is the dog who lived the first th- few years, years of his life. Out in the outdoors now won't walk out on wet grass. So (laughs) that was an adventure this morning. They get spoiled in a hurry. Oh, he is an absolute spoiled brat. Although I do feel sorry for him right now. He is stuck in the cone of shame. He's got a a bump on his leg that he has licked raw that Mm. the vet can't diagnose until after it has healed. So the only guy he has to wear the cone of shame until uh, I get home and then I can take it off. Because I can keep a pretty close eye on him to make sure he's not licking it. But if I'm not awake or not home, he has to wear the cone of shame. I'm not sure he moves if he's in the cone of shame. (laughs) I put him on his bed so that it's at least he's not on the tile or anything when I leave. He is in the exact same position when I come home.
2: Well, that's a day to sleep now. I mean, if if you're at home and you got nothing going on, like Andy, I would be sleeping too. I think he's just sitting there going, I don't like the cone
1: of shame. That's all I think he's doing until I get home. It is the it, on daily it is absolutely. Pith- I have told my oh. computer to shut up. Why is it making noises? Give me fifteen seconds here. <sighs> my apologies. New computer, new issues. That's how they all go. Uh, where's your Christmas shopping at? Percentage wise, A zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Lucas,
2: ten.
1: Ten, Hey, wow. I'm in the same boat, Hexton is, for zero. Uh, I haven't even thought of what I want for Christmas yet. And I'm surprised I haven't been asked by my stepmother like four or five times what I want for Christmas. Like, I've been asked as early as June what I want for Christmas. I'm like, I haven't even gotten to football season yet. I I have no idea what I want for Christmas. I, I found this list. Of the top 50 Christmas gifts for 2023. And while some of them are kind of what you would expect, like, you know, brand new throw jacket that you can wear while you're either sitting on the couch or out in public. It's kind of one of those things. Um, I found some interesting ones on this list. And one of them, are you a bird feeder guy, Haxton? Mm -mm. Would you want a bird feeder with a camera that will automatically take a picture and send it to your phone if a bird is eating on it? To see what bird is eating. That might pique my interest a little bit. Uh, You could save 35% off of it right now (laughs) on Amazon if that's where you (laughs) wanted to go. Um, If I
2: had any kind of land, I would. Uh, The backyard is pretty sacred, and I'm trying to just keep it um, as nice as I can. And I don't really feel like, you know what, those grackles, man. I I don't want any pictures of grackles. and that's what we get a lot of. God, we got a lot of grackles. Uh, That area around... 82nd and um, Frankfurt. Oh, my gosh. The grackles. And they're an ugly bird. And they're loud. I don't know who
1: thinks they're a beautiful bird. It's not
2: me. You know, they're protected. From what? You can't just go shooting grackles, evidently. Well,
1: you can't go just shooting grackles because you're inside the city limits and they frown on those kind of things. Uh,
2: I think you're not supposed to shoot them. I don't know. Maybe that's something I just heard, and, but I thought I heard that.
1: Uh, this one, I thought of you. I thought you might appreciate this one, believe okay. it or not. The Max Car Large Heating Pad for Back Pain Relief. <laughs> it looks like like a vest that you wear that has got the heating pad on it. And I thought, you know, I think Haxton might enjoy that one if somebody got that for him. Probably would. I mean, I'm a big fan. I want the old school heating pads, though. Th- these new versions that are you know fire safe, yeah, you just go away. I want the one I turn on and it stays on. I don't need a timer. I will tell you when I want my back to stop being hot. I'll give you a hint. It is never. I know how to watch things. When I smell smoke, it's time to unplug the thing. It's not that complicated.
2: You see, you need a, you need a uh, heating pad that's a fire hazard. But yes,
1: me. absolutely. Um, the other one here that just absolutely, I I thought Texas Tech fans would really appreciate this one. Do you have a lot of blankets in your house like for the we couch? We actually or... do.
2: That's one thing that we have an abundance of is blankets.
1: What about a throw blanket that is in the shape and design of a cooked flour tortilla? I've seen those.
2: People wear those to football games.
1: That feels like a fantastically good place to wear them. hmm Especially like on those uh, late November early uh, early games that you're just like, you know, shivering. I've
2: seen the and tortilla And you get to wear blankets. the tortilla? Yeah. Seen the baseball a little bit, February games. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Not so much for basketball, the whole indoors thing. And we will get to actual sports conversations here in a minute, I promise. Uh, one more. The Chronicle book Storm Cloud, a weather-predicting instrument. There's liquid inside of it that crystallizes depending on what the weather is doing. There's a level of coolness that that would be. It's kind of like the, is it Archimedes? temperature that's got the balls that float up and down in it depending
2: on what temperature it is. All I know is that was the owl in sword and the stone. That's all I remember. Archimedes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, well he big time inventor which is obviously how he got the name. Uh maybe it's not Archimedes maybe it's somebody else, but whatever it is, like that kind of thing goes in that category where I'd be kind of neat to look at every once in a while although I don't know that I would appreciate it as much as they would want me to.
2: I saw a lamp on Was it the leg lamp? No, then they failed miserably. The for Christmas. Fragile. <laughs> um, I saw a lamp that had a waterfall with it. Ooh. So it turns on, and then the water comes out the top. It's so it's kind of in a cone shape, like this, mm-hmm. and then it comes off of that, and then lands in a, a, a circular kind of moat looking thing on the bottom of it, so yeah. it's like rainfall is falling. I that thought, could be awesome. I thought a rain lamp, That that's a great idea.
1: We'll get into actual sports and tell you what you need to know coming up next. Also, get Hack's thoughts on what he saw last night against Oral Roberts. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score.
0: Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
1: Keeping you entertained and getting you ready for Lady Raider basketball taking on Incarnate Word at the United Supermarkets Arena. Eleven thirty, a tip off. Eleven pregame here on one hundred point seven, the score and one oh seven seven yes FM. Jeff McGuire filling in for Choice Woodman, who is on the road with Texas Tech football, heading to the casinos. How much money do you think he's going to blow
2: in the co- in the casino
1: before the Tech ball
2: game? Not very much. I, He seems to be a moderate gambler. I don't think he would go uh, overboard. Uh, the alcohol is not an issue, which for most gamblers at the casinos, the, uh, the libations loosen you up and loosen your ATM up, and then you lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. And lose. That's not him.
1: I don't think I've ever seen him lubed up.
2: Nope. To be honest.
1: I, I've seen him have a beverage. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him lubed up. That would uh, be a uh, Mrs. Woodman conversation to have with, to see what he's like that way. Because I know she has. You know, I hope she has anyway, as things go. Uh, this off the x 20 Center chat line, Dean played the straight man to Jerry in their movies, but he was quite the card in his variety live shows. I have always thought
2: his humor was underrated. I've the things I've been watching. He's he's dang funny.
1: Uh, going back to our crackles conversation. Uh they aren't protected in my house. They're target practice. <laughs> oh, you meant crackles? Just kidding. That's uh, someone making sure that the uh, game warden doesn't come by and say hi. And uh, greatly appreciate that thought as well. Uh, this going back to the education game that the Lady Raiders are playing today where there's the buzzing of bees in the background for the entire broadcast as all of the the kids are wandering around and doing what kids do at a basketball game. With close to a 100 to 1 kid to adult ratio, the event staff and teachers should pray that the kids don't collectively riot. I don't think that's going to happen. No,
2: because every section has one of our unbelievable teachers or more than that on guard the entire time. Those folks don't get to watch the game. They're watching their section of students as chaperones and making sure they don't lose any of them. Those folks are, uh, they get out of the classroom, but they're still on duty. So yeah. salute to you teachers that are going to get to go watch a basketball game with the air quotes because you're basically trying to. Back to the floor the whole time. Yeah. Ma- <laughs> yeah
1: you ever been a chaperone on one of these trips?
2: No. Uh, my sister
1: is a teacher in, in the, well, in this case, she was a teacher in the Katy School District uh, down in Houston, or by Houston, I should say. And she took her class to the Astros game. And she convinced me to help herd cats uh-huh. and birds and everything else that you would want to try to herd that are impossible to herd. And that was an, exp- I think I saw five pitches of that game. And I'm not even sure one of them was the first one. Like, it was chaos on wheels. Mm -hmm. But I got to go to a game for free, kind of. I mean, I got to go babysit for free is really how things go. But um, that being said, hey, Lucas, let's check the calendar.
0: Your daily look at what's happening in the world of sports, birthdays, and holidays. Let's check the calendar. Lots to do today
1: if you're a fan of sports because... Lady Raiders basketball in action. University of Incarnate Word at the United Supermarkets Arena. If you want a buzzy crowd, you have one today. Go check out the Lady Raiders. By the way, the undefeated Lady Raiders. That's right. 10-0. and 0. Uh, High School Fan Zone coming up tonight with coaches from Friendship, Liberty, and Cooper. Uh, I think I got that order backwards, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Friendship Cooper and Liberty starting at 6 o'clock here on 100.7. The score. Cowboys crosstalk at 7 over on Double T Uh National Ice Cream Day, Haxton. I don't know that anybody ever has a problem with ice cream unless you have a, a dairy problem. But uh, even then, I know some people who have dairy problems that say ice cream is worth it. Yeah, I would agree. National Cocoa Day, National Cream Cheese Frosting Day, best on a cinnamon roll. When they get that nice, good cream, uh, I'm in on those all day long. National Day of the Horse, National Popcorn String Day. You ever done popcorn string? Mm-hmm. I, I eat popcorn. I don't put it on a string. Right. That it, it feels like a waste of both string and popcorn. National Violin Day. This is not the world's smallest violin played just for you. Not that kind of violin. Just, you know, the instrument itself. Pick a pathological pathologicist pal day. I have no idea how you would even begin to celebrate that. Or, as you can tell, how to say that. Uh, birthdays? Big one. Number one Kansas City Chiefs fan. Not named Chuck Hines. Taylor Swift. How old? Thirty-three. Very close. Thirty-four. Very, very close. Uh actor, uh, musician, extraordinaire, Jamie Foxx. Older than you think.
2: I was gonna say fifty-eight popped in my oh, mind.
1: Oh well then younger than you think. Fifty-five. Fifty-six. Okay. Uh let's see
2: here. Where's the the one? Ricky Fowler's birthday is today. Saw that on the internet. 28? Don't know. Don't know. I think Um, he's got to be close to 30, so you might be right on Somewhere in
1: that ballpark. Uh, Dick Van Dyke.
2: I can't believe he's still alive.
1: Humor is life's best medicine, and that man has a lot of it. 90? Higher. 95. Higher. 98? 98. Jeez. Alive and Kicking. That a boy. And uh,
2: Ted Nugent. Uh, the Nuge has to be 70.
1: 75. That's the, the big birthdays for today. I'm not seeing any others that are just jumping out at me in this list. If you've got a birthday today, happy birthday to you and yours. Make sure that the, everybody treats you right and uh, separates your birthday from Christmas. Very important. Two gifts. Mm. Not one,
2: two. Did you see that the Big 12 Football Media Days is going to have a new a new home? It's not going to be in Kansas City? I mean, I no, it's in Arlington normally, isn't it? Where are they going now? Big 12 Football Media Days in 24 and 25, Las Vegas. And okay. it's not, I don't think they're trying to think outside the box on this deal. Scheduling conflicts at ATT Stadium in Arlington. Here are the projected sites in Vegas. The Sphere, Allegiant Stadium, or an MGM property. Okay. You could do it at... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the MGM arena there. Um, That arena would be big enough to host it. So you could stay at the MGM or across the street in New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, going to be going out to Vegas for that in twenty four and twenty five. I think they should have it at the Sphere since it's brand new. That would be that would be there, cutting edge. There's also a pretty penny that would be paid. Oh yeah, to to be there. But just think about it. You could have what's going on inside mm-hmm. down on the floor because it's a concert arena. And the largest HD glowing golf ball in the world, yes. right? So you could—it's th- just weird to me. It like is, I get it. It's it, just weird. Though. It is a little weird, and I'm not seeing it in person. <clears throat> I know Fink and Chuck when they went to Vegas, they went and saw it. Um, but you could have—I mean—that that ball is basically the world's biggest billboard. Mm-hmm. So you could have all the Big Twelve things going on on it outside. Oh sure take it over for the day, two days and then all of your coverage going on on the inside. That would be something that would be hard to ignore and would get some attention which in today's world of battling with these two monster conferences that you need are all
1: the attention you can get the,
2: yes, with the SEC and the Big Ten and ESPN are trying to take over the collegiate world through the sport of football. Um, the ACC and the Big Twelve are in pursuit of trying to to step with, hang with when it comes to this new twelve-team playoff. Have more than one team representing. So I think I, I know you what you're saying. It's going to cost a pretty penny, but you want to be really might cutting be worth the advertising. You want to be it. really cutting and innovative. Have your highlights playing on the sphere. That would be cool of football hoisting hoisting the championship trophy and all that
0: playing time is not required this is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score
1: Street shreveport starts today for the red raider football team as they are off in that general direction getting ready for the texas tech red raiders versus the cal bears saturday seven o'clock pregame eight o'clock tip uh kickoff tip off Marty in basketball mode, because that's where we're going next. Mm-hmm. Uh, after which you'll hear the Double T 97.3 Coors post game show in the wee small hours of the morning with Garrett Left and the cast of characters involved. But uh, before we get to that, we kind of got to put the recap on the Tech versus Oral Roberts game that took place last night at the United
2: Supermarkets Arena. Before we do that, Uh-oh. I want to give a couple of recommendations from a local foodie. In Shreveport. Okay. So this guy is uh, Patrick Netherton. He's the voice of Northwestern State, the Demons. Okay. Which is just south of Shreveport. And in this area that you're going to, Tech fans. Lots of good food. Oh, my gosh. Lots of good food. Just draw a circle around uh, Shreveport and down to Natchitoches and just really the entire state. Of course, New Orleans is known for its food. It's it's just unbelievable. Uh, Pepito's Mexican Bistro. Superior Grill and Ramirez. That's uh, real Mexican food, he says, at uh, Ramirez. And then I'll give you one more for Cajun Bojax. Why do I know that name?
1: Why do I know that name? Maybe B-E-A-U-X. I've heard it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've just heard it a lot.
2: J-A-X. So. Definite possibility for Pepito, that. Superior Grill, Ramirez, and Bojax. All right. What do you want to know about last night?
1: Okay, so the... The thing that stands out to me most about last night's game, and this is kind of a credit to what Grant McCaslin has been preaching for a while, and that's you are literally two points away from having all five starters in double figures. You're going to win a lot of basketball games this year if that's the kind of offensive production that you can put up with all five of your guys being able to score. I don't want to say it will. But as needed, it's not a one-man show for this team. Obviously, Joe Toussaint's going to be one of your lead dogs. He's He wasn't last night. But uh, there were some other factors that uh, kind of led into that. But it's the balanced scoring attack. You don't know where it's going to be coming from specifically. You can't just guard one guy. I liked seeing that last night from this Red Raider basketball team in a game where you were facing a team who was shooting lights out from behind the arc.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is, are you seeing that as well with, uh, a course, through the course of the year? Even I guess with the way to put that.
2: Yeah, because remember um, when we started this season, the first three home games against non-conference competition, you couldn't throw it in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And when you went to the Bahamas, when you flew over the ocean, you <laughs> uh, how that gets fixed. You got that fixed. I mean, that was the first thing that I asked Coach McCaslin when we got to the Bahamas. Hey. A little little concerned about the, the lack of perimeter production. And he looked at me right in the eyes and said, we're going to be fine shooting the ball. We're going to be fine shooting threes. And pretty much ever since then, he's been correct. Because I think you hit 10 last night, which you're averaging 8.2. Or you hit 16. Now, there, there's so much going on within the numbers on this game. you was so... Perimeter oriented, that you didn't ever have to foul. You committed one foul through 29 minutes of action, where <laughs> you didn't get to the line until very late when they finally started attacking the basket a little bit. You got to the line line 18 times. Uh, you beat them in points from the line by 10 points. So there's the game. Of course, you out rebounded them like crazy, and that where your team's going to struggle to rebound but you beat them by 19 mm-hmm. on the boards. So you were able to get some some paint touches. You were able to do some good things offensively. And what I'd like to remind before you have your next question for yeah, me. Yeah, go
1: ahead.
2: What I'd like to remind you is Pop was way off his offensive game. Mm-hmm. So you had good offensive production, two guys with double-doubles, Kerwin Walton still hitting threes, you also didn't have any much offense from Chance McMillan which gave you all those three-pointers at Butler and couldn't miss. So you know, McMillan's got the ability to score. Pop has the ability to score. Both those guys combined their field goal percentage, I don't have it in front of me, would not be very good.
1: 2 for 12, 1 for 6 combined. Uh so 3 for 18. There you combined. go. So two Not re- good.
2: Two really good offensive players <clears throat> combined for that percentage. And you still had a good offensive night.
1: And, you know, Joe Toussaint, he, he throw him into that list, too. How many assists
2: with, did Joe have? You... Uh,
1: Joe had four assists, Okay. although it felt like more than four. He might have gotten the assist to the assist a lot of times, it felt like. Like it, he was making the pass that led to the right pass.
2: Both teams had designs on taking the head of the snake and, and not letting it be that. So... Texas Tech devoted so much defensive resource towards McBride, who's averaging 20 points a game. Yeah, the the, the guy that was uh, the point guard for Oral Roberts is averaging 20 and had plus 20 against Missouri State, Texas A&M, 25 at Kansas State, uh, 24 against Texas Southern, and you slowed him down. Now, that, that allowed other guys to get going. But And then ORU had the same exact strategy. We're not going to let Joe Toussaint run this entire ship and do all the things that he can do so both point guards got slowed down a little bit
1: uh what did you see for more in washington i mean obviously you're leading scorer, so he is able to really
2: get the offense going but liked what his game brought last night uh that is such a huge advantage against a team like or you that's lacking size just to throw it up around the 10 mm-hmm. all right and he'll, he'll he'll either finish in the air or he can come down and finish uh, but he was dominant on the boards. He was dominant in the paint. Uh or you had no answer for him. Now here's the only problem that I'm looking forward to on this. You're about to start running in to teams that have big men. Equal size. Yeah. Or or more guys with size. Because on this team, especially now that Devin Cambridge is gone, right now at least, after Warren, you go you go small ball. Mm-hmm. You're going to need him massively, and he showed some terrific things last night. So I was really happy for him. But you know, you're getting ready to start running up against. Well, Texas always has bigs. Uh, Kansas, the, the, the always, list of the bigs. Houston, 12. yeah,
1: yeah. You, you're getting ready to face. I don't want to say real competition because I think Vanderbilt's real competition coming up on Saturday. Uh, and well, they're
2: not very good. They're not very,
1: but they're actual.
2: I think ORU would beat Vanderbilt on a on a. On 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 a neutral neutral court? court? Absolutely.
1: Okay. I didn't think Vanderbilt was that. Oral Roberts is a decent team. And I I don't want to be pretending like they're not. Um, I just thought Vanderbilt was better than that. So, uh, learn something new today. What I would love to learn. Vandy
2: opened its season by losing to Presbyterian. They have, uh, I think they're one under 500. And they've played mid-majors and barely scraped by with wins. Although, that's what you did last night at Texas Tech. So, Mm -hmm. can't get too big-headed on this deal. No, 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 no. Uh, It's pot-pressing. I don't... Listen, I don't pretend to know what's going on inside his house, but his dad's sick. Richard is dealing with a cancer battle, as we speak. And they've put it out online, kind of a GoFundMe situation, to help with the, the hospital expenses. And they put a picture. Richard... All the like a hundred percent healthy doesn't look that great. Mm-hmm. When he's undergoing chemo, and nobody put, looks good under chemo. He, he he looks bad. I'm wondering if Pop is really worried about his dad because he looks a little fatigued and he looks like he's definitely pressing. And I tell you what, if my dad was in that kind of shape and I was hundreds of however miles yeah. away from my dad. I would have trouble focusing on the game as well. Oh, so 100%. I think he may. Not, don't take that for anything but me guessing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just guessing that that might be something that he's dealing with in his head. With his pops.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
1: Questions in now on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. No question will be ignored, although the question answer might be no. So, keep that in mind. No is a perfectly acceptable answer. I'm not going to hit my head with a sledgehammer. It's not going to happen. But uh, you had some thoughts on Cal <laughs> that uh, you
0: wanted
2: to share. Yeah, I just want to get uh, everybody's minds set on who the Red Raiders need to stop offensively for them. Because they do have some good weapons, and this is what again what we talked about. What's got me excited about this bowl is Cal had to really work to get to a bowl. Okay, they lost by one to to USC at the end of October, fifty to forty nine. Then they lost to Oregon. They got rolled by the Ducks. Okay, so they're sitting after November fourth, three and six, needing three wins to get to bowl eligibility. Mm-hmm. They beat Washington state. who's a good team. 42, 39. They beat Stanford. who's a really bad team, 27 to 15. And then they beat UCLA 33 to seven. That gets them to bowl eligibility. I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the weapons that they have. And you'll hear this throughout the day on our uh, road to Shreveport. Jaden Ott is the number one guy. As far as rushing the football. If you want to, draw comparisons and start talking and breaking down this which we'll do because we have Thursday and Friday to do it so I won't get too deep into it now but you can almost draw a line from numbers wise from Ott four Taj Brooks who, 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 who am I thinking of who's text running back Tosh Brooks? Is that him? That's him. You sure? The guy who's coming back, Nick? Holy wall. is smacked into it. Just whammo. So he's got... <laughs> I couldn't even help you on that. I was like, what are you... Why are we stuck? Because I just completely blank. <clears throat> so Tosh has over 1,400 rushing yards. Odd has 1,309. Dude, I didn't pull Alabama earlier this week in a pop <laughs> quiz on who's won the most football games since the start of the college football playoff. That's what's kind of weak it's been for me, all right? I'm sorry, dude. So that's why that's that's not, shouldn't I'm just trying to say it shouldn't I'm, be surprising I'm sorry. because of how horrible my recall has been. Uh their quarterback is Fernando Mendoza, 1447 yards through the air, 13 touchdowns, averaging 180 yards per game. He's got uh 13 t- TDs and seven interceptions. And then Jeremiah Hunter is their main receiver, 669 yards, seven touchdowns. So some similarities. Try not to say draw a line from place to place because you might forget who you're talking about. But watch out for Jade Knott. And again, whoever wins this rushing battle might win the game. Texas Tech slight favorite in this one. And um, we'll pick games tomorrow with Schwa. See if we can put him back on the wheel. He didn't spin the wheel, did he, before he left? Yep, cut out early on us.
1: Well, you can get him to spin that wheel when he gets back. Uh, do you like beets? Uh, I like when Dwight Schrute talks about, about beets. beets. Right, because beet, bears beets Battlestar Galactica for sure. Um, what about dark chocolate?
2: I love dark chocolate. Avocados? I love avocados.
1: Okay. Salmon? I love salmon. There's your meal for the next few days. These are all foods that will help your memory recall. No, oh, thank you. Okay. So uh, definitely digging in some that way here. Uh, Trying to to help you out a little bit. Because that's something I can... Walnuts?
2: Let's handle it real quick. The old dad joke here at 1045, even though we move stuff up.
0: It's now time for the dad joke of the day.
2: Yeah, good stuff. Is that memory boosting?
0: Memory boosting as well.
2: Okay. I just broke up with my mathematician girlfriend. She was obsessed with an ex. You gotta solve for that X, man. Got to. It's like
1: a ruler. <laughs> it's all I got. It's all you got? Lucas, you got one? You can say no if you don't. How are
2: Christmas trees
1: like blockbuster movies? How are Christmas trees like blockbuster movies? They both have stars. You know, yeah, yeah. Me and elevators just don't get along. I don't know why. I just somehow always push their buttons.
0: No! No! All
2: right, we're all over the place, and that's fine. Sure. Because we've tried to compact all of our. We got a whole bunch of stuff to get into. We're leaving here in about. Six minutes, if so yes, um, that's why we've shoved everything into this with dad jokes, football breakdowns, where you can't remember your stud running back, and then
1: yeah, uh, the review of the lemon sugar cookies. Oh my lord! Yep, Ooh. I offered one before I tried it because you know I was trying to be the nice guy and 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 sharing. I felt bad that I offered him one, like I didn't want to take it back because you know I offered him one. And, Oh, those were good. Uh, uh kudos. Chef mm-hmm. good. That was fantastic. Uh, Jeff, you're good at pushing everyone's buttons. That, that, I, that, I, that, I don't get along <laughs> with people. I never said I did. If I did, I lied. Um, hacks what you said about McCaslin and Kerwin was impressive. Seems like he hasn't known Corin long, but knows him, uh, in at least that he has the trust in his team and his coaches.
2: Yeah. And that's, you know, one thing that I've enjoyed about Coach McCaslin is when you have a chance to interview him, this is a busy man, and a lot of times this seems very arbitrary and very in the way of a coach's day, having to talk to a guy like me. When you get when you get him, in, and there's that a lot of time where we're going to do an interview, we're going to take 10 minutes out of your day. I've had coaches that 10 minutes out of your day this ticks volunteer. them off. Yeah ticks them off that they have to spend that 10 minutes. When I get that 10 minutes with him, he looks you straight in the eye and he talks ball. You actually get information. What <laughs> there, a novel concept. You, you you actually get concrete good info from him. And I've really enjoyed that. It's been so refreshing to have a conversation where it's not and I understand having to do coach speak. But one thing you've seen early on in this tenure is them being forthright they've been honest mm-hmm. cambridge goes down the next day they issue an announcement yeah they didn't try to hide nothing they didn't try to drag it on they he put wasn't out, listed as day-to-day
1: for six months
2: I said his season's over yeah and i've enjoyed that honesty and i think that's probably what kerwin likes too
1: uh this thought off the yates flooring center chat line i'm going to the game in fort worth on saturday make sure you wait to Hacks when you see him Mm -hmm. can anyone help me with information regarding parking at the dickies arena
2: never parked there never been there but there is a lot of area around that place um it has its own nice little area Um, i don't think you'll have any problems at all finding parking
1: i mean it's an an event area that has lots of people go there
2: on lots of occasions. So I imagine that the,
1: I would take your wallet. I would take cash.
2: Yeah. Take cash. Um, because it is, I mean, I don't think you can park in a neighborhood and walk to this joint. I think you'll have to. Mm. pay. You
1: know what that means? We're done. It means we got to go.
2: Let's
1: go. Fink. Let's go. Chuck. Cause they need the radio. And if I've learned anything in my radio broadcasting career, when Mark Feitner wants the microphone, give it to him. Give that man the microphone. He's on the way next with Lady Raider Basketball with his sidekick, Chuck Hines. Lady Raider Basketball versus Incarnate Word. Coming up next. For Haxton, for Lucas, I'm Jeff. This has been The End of the Bench on 100.7,
0: The Score. This has been The End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7, The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.